We are back with the Afterwatch. It's the off season. I'm Tim. And I'm Joelle. That's right. And we're going to be talking all about My Hero Academia, the characters, some theories. Uh, no spoilers. I, I just I want to get that right out. There might be some speculative stuff going on, but, but nothing that I know is a direct spoiler of anything going on in the manga. <laughs> just so you guys know. Yeah, let's not spoil anything now, okay, Tim? No, I don't want to be that person. <laughs> I don't want to be the person. I actually feel like uh, it's easier for me because I know what is a spoiler and what's not. What that's good. what questions not to cover, <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's good. That is. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, before we get into it, thanks so much for being here. I know it's, like we said, it's the off season, so there's no more episodes to, to talk about until next April. I'm actually um, kind of sad about that. It's like yeah. so far away, even though it's only it's already December almost. But hey. yeah, but in the meantime, since uh, because it's been a couple of weeks since we uh, did the last recording when we did for, for the movie for Heroes Rising. And since then, they've uh, announced a new movie. Ooh, that's exciting. So that's, yeah, and they've, I, they've not only said that it's coming out next summer in Japan. So probably next fall over here. Man, you know, are they working the these people to the bone? I thought they were going to chill out on the movie. <laughs> yeah, they actually, uh, the, the creator, Horikoshi, actually even responded because uh, something we brought up last time when we were talking about the movie, how he said that that was probably going to be the last movie. He said, well, we got another idea. I had to do it. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I don't know, so, man. Last one was so epic already, though. I so know. What like, are you going to do? How much more are you going to get? <laughs> yeah. But honestly, it's... What's fun about this, because I don't know if people have seen some of the, the, the pictures of it. They have these new suits. It's it's the three boys, right? Ooh. Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki. And Shoto, yeah. Get and some new armor, hey. Yeah, well, they even call it the Three Musketeers, which is, of course, a call out to what, what the Three Musketeers is, the all for one and one for all, right? You know what? That That's true. So it all kind of tie comes that together. in somewhere. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I, there's hey, we lots saw more. three of them together at the end of this last one too, or actually the OVAs, so or the OVAs. So yeah, and uh, <laughs> but the other thing I was thinking about is uh, based on those outfits, I'm not even sure where that falls in the timeline. That's <laughs> you know, because it's well, something alternate I, alternate I, timeline. I don't know. Oh uh, no, universe. no. I think there. I could probably guess, but I don't want to give too much away. Anyway, okay. Um, before we get into some of these questions that you guys have sent to us, if you have more, keep them coming. Fictionalquestions at gmail.com is, <laughs> is where I grab those and answer them for you. Yeah. That's where we're going to be doing that. Also, if you haven't noticed, Evan's not here. He's been feeling, he's a little sick. We wish him well and Quick hope he's and back soon. Speedy yeah. recovery. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So the first question is from Lily. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a voice acting question. It's a, If you could voice any uh, my Hero Academia character, who would you pick? Ooh, the first person that came to mind is actually a villain. Okay, <laughs> who's that? Toga. I don't know. Toga I, is great. I love Toga, and I just, I, I don't is know. Is it the messy person. buns? Yeah, she's the Sailor Moon <laughs> buns, and just right. her personality, she's crazy and psychotic, so hey. But it's the it's a quiet type of crazy, so not like the one that gets out. The there, obsessive, yeah, like the stalker, the stalker <laughs> right. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I, you know, I don't know. I haven't really seen any other ones that have like some crazy witch laugh, but I would totally go for those. I don't know. For oh, me, man, I'd love to voice a villain. That's why I'm, I'm like the pro heroes. Okay, maybe like Sue or I don't know, but I, I don't okay, know the I villains for me. The villains for me. Um, I don't know, pull strings at my heart. I'd like to voice them. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, everyone knows I love Bakugo, so I can't touch. I can't touch that. I don't want to change him at all. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but if I but if I had to pick, I would have to pick someone manly like Hiroshima. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Good. Or that's maybe Kaminari. I like Kaminari because he's uh uh. I don't have that kind of emo thing in my voice. Oh, would show so <laughs> like yeah. So I can't be Todoroki or something. So, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I'd I'd love to be someone like a racer head. That would be great. You know what's weird is I don't know if you notice this. Well, you usually watch subs, don't you? Yes, I okay. love er- Erasers. Uh, his voice actor is used in so many animes because well, yeah, I've, well, that's what I was <laughs> gonna say. But so for uh, for Eraserhead, for the dub actor oh, is actually okay. um, I've just started recently watching Fire Force, and uh, one of the main lieutenants in the show is the same dub actor. So he sounds exactly like a racerhead. It's so weird. Oh <laughs> it kind of pulls me up. But then I realized there's a lot more crossover actually because the more you watch into that show, are you familiar with Fire Force? Ah, oh, what's what is that about? I'm curious. Uh, Fire Force. It's it's actually a it's pretty close to like a My Hero Shonen kind of vibe. Okay. It's a little more darker because okay. they're fighting all these all right. like demons and people spontaneously combusting. Another main character is uh, done same dub actor as Momo. And then, uh, and then another thing that's weird is the Shigaraki actor voices one of the good guys, but the Deku dub actor voices one of the bad guys. That's hilarious. <laughs> so there's tons well, of these crossover. That's awesome, though. I mean, it, you you do see that a lot, especially even like video games and yeah, like of anime. I'm seeing it a lot where I'm I've like I've heard this voice before. Or yeah. Like, even like I play World of Warcraft. And I play. I started playing Final Fantasy mm. during the downtime before this latest expansion came out. Yeah. And there's one of the main guys in Final Fantasy named Orangier, and he's like this um, kind of like summoner guy. Right. He his voice I recognized because in a previous expansion of WoW, one of the guys named Brother Pike. He's the same voice actor, and I was like, I've heard this voice before, so I had to like right. look these people up. And it's like, it's interesting though. I'm sure I've heard a lot of other people, but it's always like the, the more unique sounding ones that always get me. I'm like, huh, who's that? I've heard that. So- <laughs> they well, sound yeah. so familiar, and that's why, like with um, like when you were saying with Eraserhead, like that guy, that um, he's been used so many times, and he's like on several like net, like one of the Netflix uh, animes as well. Is it Pocky? Hmm. I think. Okay. I love it. I just, it's so cool. Now it's like, I have to look up who's voicing these people. Yeah, yeah. I think the voice actors, especially when you're talking about dubs, because Funimation does a lot of that. And Ah, so I feel like they have their pool of people that they use, you know? That makes sense. I mean, mean, it's easy. Like, you've already worked with them. You know how they work. Exactly. (laughs) So it was just kind of funny because some of the other actors in that Fire Force, they kind of disguise their voice a little, so they sound a little bit different. But the Racerhead guy sounds exactly like... Aizawa so you know anyway so that's that's what I would say Kirishima Kaminari I, I love Kaminari he's so fun and uh and also I put any villain I would do any yeah. villain yeah see <laughs> I don't know it's just to pull how the villains are and how you can just go a little crazy with it you I, know that's what me too that's why, yeah. that's why I love the villains I'm like, that's yeah why you can I go totally be over dramatic <laughs> <laughs> that's true so yeah, yeah. Or see, the other one if I wanted to be like a beat then I could be like pinky so pinky would be another one too Ooh. okay all right <laughs> so. Okay, Good so question, I got question an- though. I really like this question. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for that. We got another question from Audrey. Uh, if you were a My Hero Academia villain, we, I guess we were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. What would your evil plan be? I have like this 
this plan that I always it's kind of, it's almost like a joke that I always bring up for like a James Bond type of villain where my evil devious plan would be to create the world's largest sponge and then just soak up an ocean <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then say, you know, give me lots of money and I'll put the ocean back. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you dry it all up. Right. Well, right. I'll, well, I figure a lot of those people, they're on some space station somewhere. You know, but if we're talking about a My Hero Academia villain, I thought of this. I, I maybe I've had too much time on my hands, but OK, so okay. I'd be some guy in the background behind the scenes. I'd set up this dinner for all the pro heroes. OK, I get this well-known caterer, right? OK, so we'd have food, we'd have drinks and everything else. They'd probably have people checking the food and drinks, right? Well, but my right. plan would be to poison the pro heroes with the quark erasing trigger drug, right? Oh, OK, OK. With the food, but the the trick is, how do you do it if they weren't like uh, if they're checking in the food? So what I thought about is, yeah, they're checking maybe the the drink and stuff, but they wouldn't maybe check the ice. Oh, so so if I put the quirk erasing <laughs> drug in the ice, then it wouldn't even take out everyone because if the people drinking the drink really they quickly, wouldn't, it wouldn't oh, the ice wouldn't melt. Much. It wouldn't right. affect them. Right. But the people it, who took their time, it would totally, you know, get into our system. So they wouldn't be able to tell for maybe a couple of days what happened. By that time, I've destroyed the evidence and I'm on the run. <laughs> you know, what that totally reminds me of is when I go to like another, you know, another country. Like I yeah. went for like to Honduras one time. Okay. And then, yeah, they'll give me bottled water. But then I don't know where the ice came from. And then I remember not having the best couple of nights after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because of the ice. Because they Yeah, you don't ever suspect the, the ice. ice. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that would be my uh, thing. I think it worked pretty well. That's pretty pretty slick. Yeah, because that's, that's the that's the plan that, you'd yeah, want. No one thought about the ice, but that's, that's yeah, a good, that's a good one. That's a very Joker type thing, like yeah, Batman true. Joker, just very causing true. chaos <laughs> and getting rid of heroes in the process. Wow. See, so interesting that you go that way. I I actually went more the stain kind of. Ooh. Kind of okay. Back. Yeah. Okay. And you know, and not I, not in the sense of trying to kill them because okay. you know that they're not they're not being hero enough. But right. it's like I also want to take down the system because I don't like the whole monetary gains and the, you know, fame that a lot of them are just like, I just want to be in all these commercials now or whatever. <laughs> right. And and like really trying to hone in on like, you know, which which heroes actually cause the less collateral damage. Because, you know, I mean, yeah, sometimes they think about that, but it's like sometimes they don't really care. They're just trying to be all extravagant. So I didn't really put a plan because I didn't really think about a plan. But in terms of just like of, of like where I stand is yeah. I would I kind I that's why I kind of understand like Stain's kind of point of view where it's a little bit of like yeah. Um, well, it's I don't think it's just you. I, I think there's a lot of people even among heroes who see that or feel well, true. That. Yeah, where it's like it's just been very much like oh now you're the celebrity type of thing and. Or like the boy, you know, it reminds me of like the boys from Amazon, if anybody's watched on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And it's like when the heroes go. When they, when they go <laughs> sideways. They, yeah. So yeah, yeah I'd, I'd kind of be like the vigilante, take him down or whatever. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that though. I like that though, because I mean, we've seen with Stain and we'll actually talk with the next question kind of uh, brings up Stain a little bit. 
we've seen that it's not just you know heroes that constantly bring him up even like at the end of the fourth season they brought him up during that whole ceremony thing right true Um, right but we also know that the public (laughs) what's his name gentle criminal brought up how the public adores stain and you know he didn't even (laughs) make any of the youtube videos that have made him so popular it's just like the public has just been taken with that idea that maybe heroes aren't on the right track or true or they're not living up to their hype (laughs) and it's interesting how it's like how it's like yeah he got actually famous from other people uploading videos and showing other things when it's like you're not sure like what kind of videos people are you know that's real followers that's like people who are just i guess gentle his kind of you know i don't know youtube follower or whatever would just be amused maybe (laughs) i guess whereas yeah whereas the other people are like I feel that's some kind of conspiracy underground movement going on, right? <laughs> it's true because I mean that's how it all kind of starts. I mean, if it's, if someone causes that much discord and then in society, and now they're all distrusting of everything else, they're yeah. gonna cling to some of that of what they're seeing, especially and, if people are like posting that type of stuff. And it's not just people. I mean, it's even the villains. We see Spinner okay. and Toga. They're still all about stain, right? I mean, I mean they totally went for his cause yeah yeah okay well well, let's just get into this question then yeah because it covers a bunch of different things and the question i'll I'll just say right off the bat it's very end game like as in the end of the story um so you know maybe talking theories or speculations on where we're going where the where the story is going to end for a lot of these characters so it's nothing spoilers as far as what's going on right now in the in the manga just so you guys know but whatever, just fair warning. So Jonathan writes in, uh, he's asks, what do you think will be the end of the story for Deku, Bakugo, and Uraraka? Also, do you think Stain will ever come back? Yeah, that's some, that was like the three, like one of the three main characters. Yeah, we talked about that actually, that Horikoshi <laughs> like set it up. Those were his three main, the thrust of the main storyline, right? You have yep. Deku, the, the protagonist. You have his kind of rival Mm-hmm. <laughs> not really an antagonist but someone who pushes him to be you know better, better and right always kind it's of like, like naruto that. and what's his face uh yeah well they have him in a lot of shows i mean they're in like every one of those so yeah but also the love interest that. in uraraka right. yeah so let's cover her first what do you think is going to happen with uraraka we know that she mm-hmm. comes from a what like a uh well she wants to help her family out right because right her, her family's been struggling it's a struggling family so yeah I, to... I don't know if it's they're not poverty but they're but they're, they're lower middle class, maybe. Right, right. Okay. And, and and yeah, because we found that on the first season that she's there to help uh, make them some money or something, right? Right. Use her she powers. wants to help support them, right? Right, exactly. I mean, that's her drive, at least. I mean, at least at this point. Well, uh, that was that her drive to she, get into UA. Yeah, UA. But then, you know, you could see her also developing in terms of like, you see why heroes become heroes in terms of saving people. I feel like with the agency she was in with Ryuko and um, you can tell that she's had she's starting to have like those, you know, mother, not say like motherly instincts, but it's more of like a caring, like we really need to make sure that we're saving people. So it's like, I don't know if she's going to have her agency kind of like that. That's where I'm kind of headed, but I don't know like exactly what she'd be doing. Like, what well, yeah, I don't, do I don't her. know either. Yeah. Um, these are just, <laughs> you know, theories or I would say, uh, I'm going to give you two words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tifa Lockhart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Really? Yeah, I think, I really think that's where she's going. Do you not see that? Are you familiar, right? 
Yes. With Cloud and Tifa? Yes, yeah. The one you grow up with and ends yeah. up being the love after everything else, right? Yeah. She's, but she's always there and she's got the fists. She's already got those gunhead fists ready to go. <laughs> that's pretty good. I don't know, but that's pretty good. You know what I want to see? And I don't know. I don't think she's ever done this yet. Or maybe if she has, you can, you know. Uh, tell me, but uh, is there a way that she can use her punches and like when she hits the person, launch them with her power? With the gravity? Yeah. Huh. You know how she can touch things and make them like float or yeah. fly up? Would, would it be able to have the force though as she, or when it touches them and they lose gravity, how does that work? Yeah, that's true. Like, I haven't is, seen her really do that yet. No, I don't know. Maybe that's an ultimate move So maybe move it's something that road. she's going to try to learn down the road. Since I know. I don't know. Well, that's just me thinking. No. What, you know, punches. Good. Because I just love. That's one thing that I think is so funny about Final Fantasy. You have <laughs> Cloud with a huge sword, right? And all these yep. guys with guns. And, you know, right. And she's and, just and got she's her fists. And she has fists. That's all she's got. <laughs> right. Yeah. Her knuckles. It's so good. Yeah. Yep. That's all she needs, really. <laughs> But, you know, that's actually a pretty good, good observation. I was like, oh, I didn't really think about that. But, yeah, she is a support, though. And she's always been the support for Deku. And she yeah, yeah. continue, so, even though I know she said, you know, previously, I got to focus on being a hero, which is true. And not, she's young. not get distracted too much. But um, she's still going to be kind of like that pillar of support for him. So we'll right. see how that turns out. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, here's the thing with this, and I'm pretty sure that this is how it's going to go. It's called the show's called My Hero Academia, right? So mm -hmm. it ends when they graduate, I imagine, right? It's like yeah, Harry Potter, but, like that. But remember <laughs> you when know? Deku, remember when Deku, like first, it's like the first like intro. He's like, "This is how I became the number one hero." But it's not going to go to like... <laughs> when they're adults and everything, right? It's about the academy, right? That's so true. It, so it's probably only going to be like Harry Potter. Like that kind but of leads me to do college. Oh man. Is there a college? <laughs> because this, my hero academia doesn't mean UA. <laughs> so oh it's man. Like, but I, I feel like know. after, after UA, these people, they go on and they join different agencies there and agencies stuff. There's, now? there's nothing else uh, in between. They become sidekicks. They don't sidekicks have like a or... little residency program. <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure there is know. that kind of stuff, yeah. but I don't think there's another school. That's I true. think this is just it. This is okay. getting them ready. Three years of that. All right. And as long for, as that's enough for him to become the number one hero. <laughs> remember, it's uh, we just hit fourth season going into fifth. It's still the first year. <laughs> so there's plenty yeah, of time for things true. to happen. Very true. Very true. As far as Deku goes, yeah, I think everything's got to happen by the time they graduate. Um, or at least but, be pretty much there. Yeah. Right. right. And I think, do you think that him beating all for one would be at the end? All for one would have to be the ultimate thing, you know, making up for what Unless his mentor could Unless they somehow couldn't... twist Bakugo or somebody else, but... I don't think... I think they I... tried to twist Bakugo. I think that was the... The series set Bakugo up as the maybe villain, and then when... During when he got three... kidnapped, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you really... saw that, oh no, he actually does care, and we saw that whole flashback of with All Might, him caring about All Might and everything else, we realized that his heart is in the right place, right? So I, yeah, so it's true. I guess in a way they would both rise together, because kind of, I mean, like, what All Might was saying, and I mean, yeah. this was more in the movie, but it's kind of, it's still what he was implying when they were both, like, sparring with each other. It's like they both need to get stronger, and if they work together, it's like they would be like a crazy team. So, I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, but but do you think that that's the end game? Like it has to be all for one at the end, right? I would think he's so. like or the Voldemort least, of this. Right? Yeah. Or uh, whatever, you know, 
Shigaraki does for him, but yeah. Oh, Shigaraki, like as an extension? Yeah, yeah I because don't know. I mean, since I Shigaraki is his prodigy, so it's like, you know. It's kind yeah, of, and we know what... that he's raising up all these people to, to, right. to take over. Exactly. So it, it kind of depends. Yeah, Would it be but just like does another make... manifestation of, of, of um, All for One since. All for one kind of push Shigaraki to kind of be his, like he's now the main, I don't know. That's what I'm kind of leaning towards, at least for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course Shigaraki's going to be there. Uh, all for one. I just don't know if Probably he would be all there. for one again. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, it's, is it maybe like uh, Darth Vader and the Emperor? That's like <laughs> having to face both of those, right? Uh, yeah, or would here... Shigaraki like come to later? I mean, because since he is the What, son? he's Nana? Nana's grandson? Yeah, yeah, grandson. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, we found that out. That was obviously a big twist. I don't know. Would there ever be a redemption for him? Or is that just going to ever for I don't think so. I think he's fully corrupted. Okay. I don't know, but who knows? I don't. We never never know, but it's true. I mean, he is pretty, he's pretty bad, so. (laughs) Yeah, one thing And he's been pretty much, uh, you know, devoted to All for One's cause, so. Right. Uh, One thing that the movie touched on, and they kind of, I don't know if you watched any of the other stuff, the little uh, videos that they have that go along with it. Some of them were talking about how they stole (laughs) some of the, or I don't know, the end of the movie, Heroes Rising, takes a lot from actually what uh, Horikoshi thought would be the end game for the series. So then what would the end game of the series be? I mean, that was already still good. Like a Deku (laughs) sacrifice. I know. that Is what they kind of say. Because that's what I thought so too. I thought like, okay, well, Deku might have to pass it on or die or something at the end. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. is it a Harry Potter type ending where he has to die? He has and to then maybe sacrifice. Reborn yeah, exactly. or something like a exactly. sacrifice? Exactly. Yeah. Now, here's my thing, and I have not seen anyone talk about this. Do you think that one for all, just the name itself, means that he finds a way to sacrifice it not just for one person, but maybe to multiple people? Like, he's able to pass the power onto his team. Oh. He's got a team, one for all. That's true. So maybe That's the all stars, the all the people we we know and love, well, maybe, like eventually yeah. get <laughs> boosted. Maybe you know? he's they somehow figure out to make the power where he or just maybe it's a latent Deku power that he didn't know he had. That's true. I, that's a pretty good. That's a. That's I don't a know. Interesting theory. It's yeah. a it's a way to go, but uh, yeah, is. there has to be some kind of sacrifice, whether or not I he feel, passes it on. I agree too. Um, I mean, I feel like something is going to have to happen to uh, to Deku, so that's going to be yeah. But yeah, but I don't think it would be a, a sad ending where he dies and he stays dead. I think it would right. be like Harry Potter where he comes back. Spoilers for Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> is it too late to say that? Yeah, that's a little late at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as far as Bakugo goes, I think we've talked about this before. How he started out such a selfish kind of. <laughs> jerk yeah you know who's all about the fame and everything right and we've slowly seen this arc of him becoming selfless uh, do you think that there is going to be some kind of sacrifice for him as well like that would be for someone who starts out selfish selfless would be the end of their arc right yeah like but he's sacrifice. already he's already doing that In yeah a way, but do you think he would sacrifice. make an ultimate sacrifice Hmm. To, I think it would have to push. be towards the end. Towards, well, yeah, like, yeah, we're talking about the Deku. end. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it would have to be for Deku, and then which Deku would still have to sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. So this is a theory that's online. Okay. And it's it's based on everything that you guys know. So hopefully I'm not, like, creating havoc. But it's based on stuff that happened in the Heroes Rising movie. Okay? Okay. So uh, one for all, we've seen that there are multiple people, right? 
We know that there have been all these different people. We don't see all of them. Some of them are hidden from view, right? They're just silhouette. Right. So there's a theory that says that they're in silhouette because they don't want to give away that it's someone we know. What do you think about that? You mean the previous holders? Yeah. Like somehow a time travel loop. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So here's a couple of the things that bring this up is just, I'll just focus on the one, which is the second user. Because the, uh, the idea is, how does All For One's brother know that he can pass on the quirk by giving someone something to ingest, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. And, and so once the things happened in Heroes Rising, people started looking at Bakugo. Can you tell me why? <laughs> what do you think of that? Just the fact that hmm. the power was able he was able to to utilize it utilize it mm-hmm. immediately he didn't have to right. wait for hours right but then when the time was the time wasn't right so the power went back to deku for now yeah like a borrow like you said like it was like we talked about like it was like a borrow yeah power. but but i right. i feel like um the power mm-hmm. one for all would uh wouldn't be you know what bound to time and space or whatever so right. it would understand that this is maybe a previous now i'm saying that i don't know that i believe it hmm I, that's a think? little. That's a little weird to me. I don't know, yeah. but I guess it could happen. But that is interesting. I was not thinking about that. But well, I don't know that that's a thing. Yeah. I feel like it. If anything, my bet is that Bakugo would stay in the present. <laughs> but it's interesting to to see how people go and they take that. That that's a reason why the power didn't stay with Bakugo or why it went back to Deku. Because even All Might doesn't know, right? Interesting. So. I would say, yeah, there probably is sacrifice. I don't know if it's that kind of a thing going on, but that's definitely something fun to think about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so uh, Stain. Do you think Stain is ever going to come back? I'd say he has to. I think he... I also agree. Because he... He was... I think he was, like, kind of the... He was a... He sparked something, right? right? He was kind of, like, the first, like, major incident that kind of spiraled into all this. So I don't see why he wouldn't come back. Okay, do you think that uh, he comes back and helps actual heroes that he believes in? I like think, maybe I think so. You think that's how he would come back, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. He would, he would come fight back alongside just... Deku because yeah, he recognized well, Deku as somebody. Yeah, but well, I don't know. Maybe not exactly fight alongside with the heroes, but maybe I was just like it's just like a side. You know, I like an support... anti-hero. Yeah, I support these people, but not those that are doing right. their gl- glamorous stuff. Because I'm pretty sure he would not like what shigaraki is doing no no they don't agree at all no that is not his drive so i think i think he would come back but not in league with the league of villains at least that's my no i don't think so either so do you think that that if he did come back he would be able to flip some of the villains like Toga. I was think, yeah, I was thinking that it might cause they some might turmoil. be a third faction. Or yeah, something. it might cause some turmoil with uh, some of the people that are under League of Villains. So yeah, because like we Toga already know because not only is Toga we keep bringing her up, but it, not only is she like someone who totally believes in Stain, but mm-hmm. she also has this kind of obsession, affection for Deku and even Uraka, right? True. We've yep. seen that. I agree. So maybe those polls could could flip her or some of the other people. I don't know that we need Spinner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's other people like Dobby and stuff who've talked about, you know, um, that Stain was what brought him to the table. It's true. Yep. Anyway, so I think that kind of covers that. Yeah, uh, good questions, though. 
Yeah, and keep them coming in. I think we'll have yeah. more next time. Of course, that's what this is all about. Right. And uh, let us know if you like what we're doing here. If you want us to change anything or or talk about it in a different way, we're really trying hard not to be spoilerific, though. I agree. Uh, bef- before we go, we're going to talk about Ryukyu, the Dragoon hero. I like her. I do like Yeah, her. yeah. I think we've she seen a seems, lot of her, especially in she's season very four. very motherly to yeah, Sue yeah. and... Uraka. <laughs> I mean, she turns into a big dragon. She has that cool, like, know. half face mask thing. What, what's not to like, you know? She reminds me, if anybody plays WoW, reminds me of the dragon flight. So that's why. Okay. That's why all I, right. Yeah, it's which is like some of the, um, you can see them. They all turn to big dragons, too. So her name is Ryoku Tatsuma. And uh, her quirk is called Dragon. <laughs> okay. It gives her the ability to turn into a large western dragon. I guess okay. just the way that the western Makes sense. How culture it's thinks of a dragon. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. like a D&D dragon. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, that, yeah, exactly. I think there that fantasy go. element. Yeah. Yep. It grants her superhuman strength and durability, powerful jaws and claws and wings that allow her to fly. Woohoo. Yeah, we've seen all that. Yeah. Anyway, so stats, uh power is A. Speed is B minus, probably because she's big, kind of lumbering. Yeah, Uh, technique B minus as well, Mm -hmm. but intelligence A and caretaking is A. There you go. That's what you're talking about. Her motherly instincts. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I like it. And of course, she. uh, We saw her that she's still very popular in the. uh, What was that? That last Billboard chart thing. She was number ten. Couple things for her though. Before we go, uh, her name contains dragon two ways. The Ryu and the Tatsu in her name basically mean dragon. So. That's cool. Also, it says that she loves shiny things, <laughs> which is probably a reference to dragons having like hordes of gold right. and gems when and stuff in their cl- caves. When they're sleeping on their hordes of uh, yeah, the treasure Smog. that always wakes <laughs> them up. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I like that. I like her. I think we've seen a lot of her. We probably will keep seeing a lot of her because I, do I think like she's her. a fan favorite. Yeah, I really like her. Anyway, thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll be back with more of this. But until then, our watch has ended. I've been Tim. And I've been Joelle. All right, take care, guys. at all.